You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. And there's the event recording. Look that, at it. And, and well, we're it's good. perfect because I can share. All right. Hi, everyone. Welcome to a brand new episode of Trash Pandas. I am Lindsay, and I'm joined with Lauren and Dave. Hi, Z. Joint. Wait, are we like conjoined twins? Like, we're, conjoined. we're conjoined triplets, actually. <laughs> we are conjoined. Get it right. Um, and look at you. You're back in the studio. I'm we're back in the back. fucking studio. Back. I'm back. I'm back. Um. <laughs> Yeah, it feels good to be back. It's nice and toasty up here. There's lots of people outside. Because it is not nice and toasty outside. No, oh it, my. It, it is not. Yeah, <laughs> it's so freezing cold. Um, so, yeah, welcome. Thanks for joining us. We're um, covering Night Soccer, um, Netflix's new documentary um, on serial killer Richard Ramirez. Um, Want to dive right in? Yeah, Ooh, I'm like ready to do Holy it. shit. Is super creepy. Oh like, <laughs> yeah. Like, let's yeah. let's just put the disclaimer out there now. Um, do oh. not Google Richard Ramirez smile. Teeth. I like, literally <laughs> told her when she came over to the house. I was like, I googled his teeth because I the first time I watched it, I wrote that on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I was like, um, good documentary. Just don't Google his teeth. Well, mm-hmm. I knew. I obviously love serial killers, so I knew like his teeth were a thing. <laughs> right, right, right. I did so, too. But most of the pictures you see, he has he has nice. He like d- top teeth. He does, but there's this one picture where he like is showing. He's purposely like showing his. Mm-hmm. Teeth yeah, he's in, like like a mugshot. Mm-hmm. It is the thing of nightmares. He has like two. It's <laughs> and they're like but, as no, far away like, from each other as like possible. Jinky. Yeah. Oh my god. He's they're so, facing different directions and they're very far. The away. The way he is described by people through this documentary, like the librarian mm-hmm. in um, Los Angeles, that's like he smelled like a goat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they said pungent smell <laughs> multiple times. <laughs> oh, no, thank you. It smelled like a goat. <laughs> that he yeah, it was, yeah, it was amazing. He smells like a goat. So anyways, that's that's Richard Ramirez. Um, sums him up right there. Just to, he's All right. Well, hey, thanks for watching. And uh, yeah, we'll uh, catch you next episode. With you. Uh, but no, so yeah, so it, uh, it starts off. It's the summer of 85. Um, and, you know, so you've got Bruce Springsteen, Glory Day is playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, everybody's, you know, just bragging on the city of Los Angeles, you know, because they yeah. just had the Olympics. Um, you know, crime is way down. However, temperatures are way up. Like the news broadcast where they're like, hey, it's going to be 107 oh degrees today. God. And I'm like, no, I'm okay with it being like I'm okay with snow. Like I'm I'm much better with Legitimately though, I was like I could I could go for that right now. No. <laughs> right about now I could go for that. 107. No, you can put you care. can put on another sweater. You can only get so naked. <laughs> right, right, right. Like you there, you can only get there, right. you only take so many clothes off. Like, it's true. It's and it's true. and you got to remember so again 85 not not a lot of places not as many places had air conditioning. Easy. Not yeah, not a thing. Um but yeah, so but then like so there everybody's bragging about LA. And then the one guy, I think he was a reporter, goes, "Yeah, but there were two LAs. Yeah. Like, there's the there's the Hollywood side, yeah. mm-hmm. which is like the super glam celebrities, yada yada, beautiful houses. Oh yeah, and, and then there's the dark side. <laughs> yeah, um, and, you know, just talking about how you know it just it like like that side of LA has always attracted like." The wackadoos, like just, you know, yeah. people that are yeah. into some crazy shit, um, you know, where like a lot of, you know, crime happens, a lot of drug happens and all that kind of stuff. Well, just in general, a lot of serial killers in California or hail from California or have had some 
kind of tie to California. Yeah. So, yeah, California. Yeah, that's like a common – Creepy. Little common denominator in a lot of them. Well, I mean, there's a lot of people there. Um, oh, and That's I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. It started off with uh, they started showing the uh, the VHS that uh, Gill had made. Um, the, the the homicide detective when they were trying to release the information to the other police departments, mm-hmm. because that was kind of the backdrop for this. Like, okay, like so. There's all this great stuff going on in the city, but oh, by the way. There's this serial killer thing happening too. Right. Not 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 so good. <laughs> which is riding on the coattails of the Hillside Strangler, which was mm-hmm. another huge serial killer, actually worked with another person. Yep. Um but they were like cousins. Uh, or yeah, they're cousins. Too. Yeah. Um so riding on the, the coattails of, of that. And they did. They get uh so like this episode was like really like a lot as most of these documentaries are like the first episode is a lot of like plot exposition a lot mm-hmm. of like deep background on the characters like they're going to Gil's background um, and how uh, what's his last uh, Perillo mm-hmm. uh, and and so you know he's Latino he grew up around gangs mm-hmm. uh, you know he was in the gangs uh, his parents were worried about him um, and finally like a, a detective or a sergeant called his parents and was like look your kid's gonna wind up dead um and so or in prison. Yeah. And so they sign him up. They he's seventeen and they sign for him to go into the military. Um he winds up going to Vietnam, uh saw a lot of heavy combat, that kind of stuff. This is like the one like this this guy is such a great guy. Like he like throughout the course of this day, he's such a great guy. But like it's this one dick thing about him was that his whole he has three things that he wants to do oh, yeah. when he when he gets back yeah. when he gets back from Vietnam. Yeah. One, he wants to get back together with his ex girlfriend that dumped him. Mm-hmm. Just so he can dump her. Yeah. <laughs> like that's, that's like one of the main things he has like going like, for his life. He's kind like, of a dick move. I, mean, I just got back from Vietnam. I didn't die, so I'm gonna go and like try and like vindicate Break a heart. <laughs> yeah, like right. And and so well, it didn't quite work out that way because well, he they got her married. back and and they got yeah. married. Um, he wanted to go to college because like nobody in his family had ever gone to college before, and he did that. Um, and then he wanted to be a cop. Yeah. Um, and so he became a cop in uh, 1971. Yeah. Yep. Um, I mean, the next thing that I have is him talking about Detective Frank Salerno and um, how he was like a huge deal at the time. Um, Everyone knew who he was Mm -hmm. because of his work with like the Hillside Strangler. Um, And then I don't know. Do you guys have more about I like the next thing I go into is like they start doing the. The murders. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah so I mean, the, there was the, just yeah. goes right into it. There yeah. was the uh, there was the, just the one uh, the guy the reporter that had covered um, a lot of the a lot of these you know cases mm. um, said you know they, they called uh, the homicide squad they called them the bulldogs because um, they were like you know once they got on a case they never let it go um, he said you know the it was crazy like how many cases they would solve 10, 15, 20 years later um, just because they wouldn't let up on stuff and they'd always come back to it uh, and so and it was so you know uh, yeah, Gilby came a cop in 71, um, basically idolized these homicide detectives in general, uh, and then got assigned to homicide uh, in 81. So Mm -hmm. he was, you know, 10 years in. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And then we have basically the first murder that we see, March 17th, 1985, which happened. Happy St. Patrick's Day. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I know. He was just like, it was St. Patrick's Day. I'm like, whoa. Which happens in Rosemead. Los Angeles. Um, Gil shows up to investigate this murder. Um, <clears throat> basically walks in and there's blood spatter 
Um, everywhere victim is identified as Dale Okazaki. She's 34 years old. She had been shot in the head. So before this, though. Yeah, the roommate. There, well, no, no, no. Oh. So there was uh, – there's that little vignette with – uh, the lady that had been in the Salvation Army store. Um, oh, yeah. and, and she was, you know, she, and there's, and again, to, there's this guy, he's really crazy looking, he the smells. ACDC hat. And, there, and she's mm-hmm. like, and I, she's like, I picked up this hat that had ACDC on it. She's like, I don't even know what the hell that was. She's like, so I put it back down. And then this super creepy, smelly guy picks up the hat and walks away with it. Yeah. And then she's like, I'm in, and then she's like, and then I'm in my car driving home. This car almost, you know, cuts yeah. me off, runs me off the road. And I look over and it's that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, she said she noticed that he had had a, like a pentagram tattoo on his, on, uh, the back of his hand. Um, and so, yeah, so that was like, she encountered Ramirez and didn't even know that it was him at the time because he had Cause nobody knew yet. who it was at right. the time. <laughs> but, but that night, uh, people would start to know who he was because that ACDC hat that he had bought. Oh, guess what? He left that at the crime scene. And it's interesting because, like, he leaves stuff all the time. Like, it seems like that's, like, a common thing. Like, whether it's, like, there's a lot of, like, things that I'm like, oh, if DNA was, like, more... Right, it's like testing was like more they they, they would have gotten him so much sooner just because of like oh, all and the shit that he had there. That's and that's the one thing that's almost just enraging um, about this whole process is the number of different times they could have had mm-hmm. him, yeah, um, and or that somebody screwed up the investigation. Yeah, or, I was yeah. about to say exactly. Like I was Diane Vinesen. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> all these Bitch. people that are just like not giving up information or like the you know that's like a common thing too with just generally speaking with any kind of um like crime things where like different uh jurisdictions mm-hmm. aren't talking to each other mm-hmm. you know about what they're finding but yeah so like what you were saying is like you know her room so the you know he kills this one lady um her roommate comes home um and she like puts her hands up to you know not i mean against a gun putting your hands up doesn't really do much of anything right <laughs> but so he pulls the trigger and shoots uh, and the bullet deflects off of the keys that she has in her hand um and then he goes running back into the house she goes running because they were at the back they had ran into each other at the back door she goes running around the house and sure and she didn't look back so she assumed he was going to run out the back of the house no he ran back through the house and they wind up running into each other at the front of the house right. again and he pulls his gun and, and you got to give her credit for having the presence of mind and the balls because he, he points the gun at her again. And she's like, look, dude, you already, you, shot, me. You already yeah. shot me once. Do you, yeah. you really need to shoot me again? Yeah. And he just calmly walked away, like didn't run. Yeah. Didn't. So bizarre, too. Like, oh, my God. The, the entire thing is just really like bizarre to me. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. That um, happens like a lot. <laughs> they show actual crime scene photos, um, which, you know. Disturbing. Little graphic. Oh, yeah. yeah, Very very graphic. graphic. Um, So then – so the same night – like tell me if I'm wrong, but it was the same night, right? Uh, It's it's about 40 minutes later that the second thing happens. So he runs into – Well, and there's there's an odd coincidence still at the crime scene where – so the the woman who got – uh, who did not get yeah. shot because um, it reflected off her uh, keys. Um, it turns out, uh, yeah, his her mom uh, is old friends with yeah. Gil. Like yeah. they grew up three houses apart in the old neighborhood. Right. So it's already like so he yeah it, right mm-hmm. exactly. So um, Richard Ramirez goes on to basically like try to carjack Sally and Lou. Mm-hmm. He yanked her from her car and shot her. Um, and they were able to tie that crime to the, um, to Dale Okasaki because it was the same caliber weapon. 
Well, yeah, because they said, you know, and, and they are. They're, they're very cautious through all of this. They're like, okay, look, you know, it's 40 minutes later. Mm-hmm. It's within walking, running distance during that time. It's, yeah, it's also a 22, but, like, we're not making assumptions because, you know, but but it probably that guy. Um, the one thing that I thought was really weird is, like, he gets into um, – uh, Gil gets into the the class that he took, uh, and he's yeah. and he, you know and he says that you know the one thing um, I remember this one deep like this Sexual one deviancy, deviancy. Yeah. that they you have like that's their compulsion is to see Fear. that fright, mm-hmm. and that gets back to you know she was so ca- you know she was so nonchalant about right, do you really have to shoot me again? He wasn't getting mm-hmm. the yeah. rush from about being of about to being shoot her right, so and that probably threw him life. off, yeah, which probably saved her life. Yeah. So, but that gets him thinking about maybe that's why Maria survived. And yeah. And mm-hmm. so he's like, he has this deviancy that he likes seeing the fear. So he's, Gil starts thinking that it's one person that did both of these. Um, so March 27th, 10 days after the first three attacks, um, Whittier, Los Angeles, he breaks into a house. Um, he, um, executes the sleeping male killed with a 22 caliber. Um, the female he stabs above her vagina, um, rapes, then cuts her eyes out and takes her eyes with him. With him. That's like the weirdest part of the entire th- I mean, like, that's all terrible. But how weird is it that he would just, like, take the eyes? Well, and just, like, one thing that, like, we'll go back to with Richard Ramirez is, like, he doesn't have a pattern. He's, like, not consistent. Well, they also said, like, well, maybe she, like, looked at him yeah. or, like, had yeah. become, like, aware of, like, what he looked like yeah. or was too familiar with him. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or, like, wouldn't look away yeah, or something. Away. I don't know. So this was Maxine Zazera. Who was 44 and Vincent Zazera, who was 64. And this is where they find the shoe print um, that they think is and, for the first time. And this yeah, is where, for the first time. and this is where everything goes sideways in my head. Yeah. Because it's, it, it, as, as you're watching it, it, it's just one of those dumb, like just the way my brain fixates on dumb shit. Um, so every ruler that they have in every single one of these crime scene photographs. Is like upside down? Is, no, it's from the San Dimas oh, yeah, yeah. Lumber Company. Oh my. And so for those of you who are 80s <laughs> nerds, uh, Bill and Ted Jeez. went to San Dimas High. Um, and that's, and so like from that moment on, so in episode one, I am already ruined. <laughs> And I keep looking for Bill and Ted throughout the course of the next three episodes. <laughs> this is all just one elaborate movie, Bill and Ted movie. It's just one setup. It's, yeah. Okay. So they find this shoe print and they think it's like 11 to 12 male um, shoe print. The next thing we hear about is Anastasia Hornas. Mm-hmm. Um, this uh, trigger warning. Um, this is really bad. Um, I mean, it's all bad. It's really bad. It's all it's bad. All. Bad. It's all, it's all bad. very bad, yes. I mean, we just talked about somebody taking someone else's eyeballs. So, um, yeah. But wait, there's but, more. But wait, there's more. So, Anastasia Ornes, she's six years old. She is taken through her bedroom window. Um, she says, like. See, and that's like, the, that's the really, like, that's the creep. Uh, I mean, there are a lot of creepy right. things about this guy. But just. Opens up a window. Yeah. People are home. Yeah. Goes yeah. in the daughter's but he's bedroom. Not scared. And just grabs no. him. At yeah. all. No. Of anyone like right. seeing him, catching him. Nope. He's right. just like, I'll just kill him. Like. Right. Mm-hmm. He doesn't care. Terrifying. So um, she is 
sexually assaulted um, in in the car and he's taking her somewhere. Um, he makes her get into a duffel bag to go into the house that he takes her to. Um, I wrote that when they got there, they went through nightmare house because mm-hmm. it just sounds she was like, I knew oh, I yeah, she said it's dark. It's dingy. Right. There's Dirty. The, the windows are covered yeah, up by cloth. Like dead fly. Oh, yeah. There's and, like, food wrappers everywhere. Yeah. yeah. So she's like, I know I oh, wasn't at home. And and Madonna. Yeah, that's and what Madonna, I thought. Yeah. Over and like over a virgin. And over again. Yeah, she said it's like holiday. holiday. Yeah. 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 Like crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and there she is repeatedly raped. See, see, and they never – and this is like – this is one of those, again, just the things that my brain fixates on. They never really get into – okay, like – and nowhere in the course of these episodes do they, do they double back on, okay, so why did he have her get in a duffel bag? Like, they, like I don't – Was he living with someone? Well, because it, yeah. it, they don't – they don't lead you – at no point are you led to believe like he's living with someone or that there's anybody else living there or yeah. anything like that because, I mean, keep, I mean, he keeps her there for quite some time. It's not like there's anybody there yeah, while like he's raping her. Ordeal, yeah, ordeal. Yeah, there's no – yeah. So, I mean, it's not – you know, so, I mean, the, it's just weird. Like, did he just not want – She said that she had to, like, keep on saying, like, I want to go to the bathroom. And then he would, like, stop and let her go to the bathroom yeah. and then come back out and go right back to it. Yeah. So, it's like this was like a prolonged experience. It oh, yeah. wasn't like, oh – be quiet because my roommate's next door. You know what I mean? Or like my mom's upstairs. Like nobody's nobody's living with this guy, obviously. And it sounded like, I don't know, from what I was putting together that he was like maybe homeless for a part of it because he hung out at like the bus depot. Yeah. I also got that, I, yeah. that vibe from that. So I don't know. And, like, and also like the whole like kind of like um, trash hoarding tendency like is like a thing that uh, I feel like a lot of like people who have experienced like separation or like loss of like their belongings yeah. or like, you know, households and stuff yeah. that they tend to kind of do. So um, what ends up happening is he uh, puts her back in the bag, puts her back in the car Drops her off at a gas station and tells her to have them call 911. Like, or, literally call the police right now. Yeah. And I'm I, just going to, like, take They don't off. have nine. Did they have? Yeah. Oh, 911's been around. Yeah. Since the Kitty Genovese story, right? That was in the 60s? Yeah. yeah. 70s. Okay. So, anyways. So, she is, I mean, she survives and they interview her and she's amazing. Like, the way she's like, I wasn't going to let this, like, determine my life. Yeah. And, like, Oh, yeah. The current day her, where she's like, like, oh, yeah, she's like, I could have gone dark. I could have, you Mm -hmm. know, she's like, but I wasn't going to let it destroy my life. Like, I'm not a victim, I'm a victor kind of, like, mentality. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, She's awesome. I can't, I mean, I just, those formative years, like, as a kid and, like. Yeah, six years old, dude, to, like, go through something like that. I mean, the she even like of therapy. She describes and stuff that she said like it hurts or like oh yeah. you know like please don't or I was yeah. saying no I was oh, saying yeah, and don't she, yeah and like just that kind of, that's like traumatizing that's like full on traumatizing and to like move past that oh, and, yeah. be able and be to able be to like, have a husband and yeah. children oh, yeah. and be able yeah. to talk about it right. so like she talks about it like very candidly yeah, yeah. She yeah like she's it. recapping a story exactly yeah. like right. she's not like she's all probably, emotional yeah, about like, it disassociated from yeah it, but, exactly oh my god well yeah because at one point in time she says you know like you like she's like i could see like a look in his eyes where it, it's like he was sorry he was doing yeah. it but it's not like that was going to stop him right yeah which he was well, going to do whatever he wanted. To do. And then they so cut creepy. to a bunch of different yeah. news stories about a bunch of child abductions yeah. that are going on at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And what's weird is that the kids all give essentially the same description Mm -hmm. um, and it matches up to the composite that Gil has Mm -hmm. for, you know, this this murdering. But they're handled by two different. Two totally different squads. And this is kind of where you start seeing what you were touching on earlier where, um, you know, you have all these different departments and all the and not Mm -hmm. even different. But like so like Gil is in the sheriff's department. Yeah. You know, and And so and then you've got LAPD and then you've got L.A. County and then you've got the sex crimes unit, which is what was handling the kids. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And but so, there's no there's no uh, conversations happening between them to like tie them. Well, no. So he thinks that there's a connection. Like so, yeah. Gil, he like, thinks there's a connection, and but nobody's listening to him. Nobody's saying anything. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so and it's I think yeah it was uh, April 10th. Um, there is a uh, all the local departments get together um, to try to like do this information sharing about you know just different cases that are going on and all that kind of stuff um, and. This is where Gil says, look, he's like, I, I really think these two cases are related. You know, the, the child abductions and this murderer we're chasing are the same guy. Um, and he's basically laughed out of the room. And and the reason why he's laughed out of the room is because they just said, look, that just doesn't happen. You don't have somebody who breaks into houses and violently slaughters adults and then also – abducts kids but lets them go like that just doesn't happen yeah this type of person has never been documented and and that's yeah yeah, there's like yeah we we, yeah he's he's like a whole new type of serial killer exactly yeah Yeah, and like the only person that's on his side is uh this linda lady uh who's a uh she's one of the crime scene techs Mm -hmm. um and she's like dude you might be go like run with it yeah like Mm -hmm. yeah go yeah so um then we have may 14th um, Linda Arthur. Uh, oh, why did I write that? Linda oh, no, Arthur, no. crime scene tech, May fourteenth. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's the, what we were just talking about. Yeah, but what happens on May fourteenth with Linda Arm? So, may, okay, so may, we're not. So they they caught a guy. This well. So before, be, so before we get to May fourteenth, which is the next murders, um, as they're out oh, as yeah, they're out I trolling this the streets, yeah. um, they noticed uh, there was there was a guy who. Dark clothes, members only yes. jacket, light skinned Latino, yada yada yada. Following and he's women basically around. circling a block yeah. following and women. They said any woman. Oh yeah. Any woman. It was like not like, oh, this specific group of oh, girls. Yeah, it wasn't it like, was a, like every there was no woman. type. He was, just... he was yeah. Um and so uh they they arrest him. Um they go, they go back to his house, they get a search warrant to go back to his house, um, and it's full of pictures of women with their eyes cut out, um, women's panties with the crotches Slits, cut out. Yeah. Um so he you know, he puts him in a photo array, uh, you know, a, a six photo array, and goes back to uh Hernandez and she's like, Yeah, that could be him. Um and so with that they kind of you know they start to book him they get deeper into him um and but then they get him into a lineup and nobody can identify him mm-hmm. um and I the one quote that I really loved was just dude he's a freak he's just not your freak he's right. not your freak exactly <laughs> I loved that part because I was just like so true ain't that the truth yeah, <laughs> yeah. all right he's absolutely There's a lot of those he's absolutely a freak um but yeah so May fourteenth um so, and and I love how they always like do the they do the count up too so it's May fourteenth and this is day yeah. 58 like yeah. of, of how this is going. Um, the spree. And that's when the next murders happen. Um, and he had uh, raped the wife. He had shot the husband. Um, but the husband survived long enough to call 911. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's how the cops got there before she was killed. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, he escaped. And, they said it was, and it was the first time he used um, thumb cuffs. 
um, which are a really weird kind of device if you've never seen them. They're like handcuffs, but they're for your thumbs, obviously. I had to to Google it. She was like bleeding bleeding profusely from like trying to get her hands out. But it was William Doy um, and Lillian Doy. And they were in their 60s. yeah. Just, and so again, all over the map. Yeah, you've just, got victims the like, in their 30s and their 40s and their 50s and their 60s and their yeah. citizens and you have and then you have like a six-year-old and then you have couples exactly sisters living together. Oh yeah, exactly. You have like it's it's so sporadic and like if you know we're not even thinking about like the people that we don't know about. You know what I mean? Right. And like because that's obviously something mm-hmm. that's. And I would love to know, which is something this documentary didn't get into, but what was – oh, sorry. If he had any, like, premeditation, like, did he scout the houses? Did I he, also was wondering that. Like, they didn't really like, talk about whether like, or not they thought that he was, like, following these people and then deciding on them. totally random. Exactly. Or if he just, like, went and, right. like, if a door was unlocked or a window was unlocked, he just, he just chose that person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they didn't really go into any no. kind of detail on what – I know that there wasn't like a specific thing that he was looking for, right? But there was literally nothing that right. tied them together. Like right. not even like all of them just had unlocked doors. Just or, his, or just how did he find his victim? Whatever, right. whatever yeah. wackadoo like, voice was in his head. Yeah, and I guess you know, and honestly, that's that's a really good point. That uh, as much as this documentary is about him, he really it doesn't. There really doesn't. No, Richard Ramirez himself is not a starring. No. Role yeah. in this no, no. in this documentary, no. which uh, is kind of that's actually really nice. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say that too. That's actually really nice because they almost like it's more gl- about like the glorify. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah. about the police work exactly, and, and the people that got him. Yeah. finally. But yeah, so Gil gets this, and so Gil gets this call um, about a child abduction, another child mm-hmm. abduction that had happened nearby, um, at and where the girl was taken to a construction site. And at that construction site, they had literally they had just poured concrete, and mm-hmm. so there's this perfect shoe print impression um, th- that they na- that they now have. Um, and so he, you know, so Gil uh, calls back to his chief and he's like, hey, this is what we've been looking for. This is the proof that, you know, the, the shoe print that we found at the murder scenes and the shoe print at this child abduction match, it's the same thing. His chief goes, well, dude, I've got the LAPD guys here that are investigating that case. And you're looking for a guy with a size 11, 12 shoe. They say that that's a size 10 shoe. And Gil's like, put him on the phone. Yeah. I want to talk to him right now. Yeah. And so he's like, he's like, how, how the hell did you come up with a size 10 shoe? Cause, cause like I'm looking at it. And again, Sandy Miss Lumber Company. Uh, and, and he's like, <laughs> and it's, you know, it's, it's about 12 inches long. So like that's a size 11 or size 12 shoe. Um, and the, the LA, the LAPD cop was just like, oh, well, I just like, I wear a size 10 and I took my wing sh- tips. Yeah, yeah. And I took my, yeah, which, go longer um and so i and i and it covered it up so i just assumed it was you know we figured it was a size 10 but yeah you're right we suck sorry you're right we made a mistake we'll go ahead and fix that now uh okay guy yeah so so now so now there's a link like police work yeah so yeah exactly (laughs) you just put your foot next to it i just yeah i just i I mean i I drew a hand turkey next to it (laughs) and my hand is about seven inches um but no so uh so now there's an established link and so you know everybody that was like kind of laughing at gill and and telling him that he was a he was a bag of douche uh now has to go oh shit you were right sorry uh and this is where uh gill and salerno become partners yeah um you know apparently you know salerno's you know drinking one night um and 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 gill's there and he was like hey you know you want to he's like you know you you don't have a partner i don't have a partner we we should be partners. Um, and then he's and it's funny. Gil says, you know, the next day Salerno comes by and he was like, hey, you know, I was 
I was kind of drinking a lot last night. Was, he was, he was, I was in my cups last night, which drinking. Right. Um, I, got, I got all that old timey cop slang, see? Um, <laughs> and uh, I was in my cup, see? Uh, and uh, and he was like, and he's, and he's like, oh great, like he's he's take he's doesn't Can't really want to be, yeah, yeah, doesn't really want to be my partner. And he's like, well, I'm not in my cups today, and now I'm asking again, you want to be my partner? And he was like. Should yeah, you? sure do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, but then it was funny because now you get to um, they go they go back to that reporter guy again, who's like they could not have been any more opposite. Like it was it was like a total odd couple thing where you have Salerno, who's very dour, very serious, very like it, it, it's mentioned a couple times. Like you'd be hell to play poker against him because yeah. he gives up nothing. Yeah. Um, and Gil is. Always smiling, he's always like kind of got a bounce in his step, and he's always, he's always eating these and sunflower I'm sure that seeds. Changed during all this, oh you, you could know? oh you could see it on his face, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so <laughs> also that, also that. So then we have June twenty eighth. Um, Patty Higgins, yep, thirty two. Um, cut her throat. Stabbed her in the slash of yeah. her throat over it, and over. Yes, yeah, so it was like like the worst overkill that they'd yeah. seen. Yeah. Like like cutting her throat wasn't going to kill her yeah. enough. Mm-mm. He had to then stab her repeatedly in the wound, which is weird. And then we just have like a heat up the amount of, of hate like um, that that would take. Like he's on a spree. July second, Mary Cannon seventy five throat slit. July seventy five. July 5th, Whitney Bennett, 16 mm-hmm. years old, beaten with a tire iron. Uh, so and this is where they find out why they've never found fingerprints, uh, that, that July 5th attack, because they find a smudge um, on the outside windowsill that's got blood on it um, and it's got fibers and fabric and they're like, oh, well, he always – like he's wearing gardener's he's wearing gloves. gloves, yeah. Gardener's gloves in um, particular, which is crazy. So Whitney survives this attack. She has 42 inches of lacerations and skull fractures. Um, they do, however, find a shoe print in blood left on the comforter and the shoe print matches – it's almost like, had. like okay, so at one point, you know, we start seeing, like, the pentagram being, like, his, like, little symbol. But really, to me, I'm like, the, the shoe VS. is the fucking yeah. symbol of, like, his attack. Yeah. Because he leaves it everywhere. Yeah. Whether yeah. he wants to or not. Right. You know, he it's leaves like it everywhere. It's like he's not even aware of it. Uh, right. I don't think well, that he, he really even think. was. Well, but it's have. it's just interesting how, like, that, in, like, that symbol in particular, uh-huh. like, became, like... The thing that mm-hmm. was really keeping right. him connected, yeah. and and the fact that people didn't know that right. was helping mm-hmm. to make sure that right. they could connect each thing. Right. Right. You know? Yeah. So now, as this episode ends, they know they have a serial killer. Yes. Obviously, uh, I mean, very clearly, very clearly. Now it's clear to everyone. In the, is it in this episode that they talk about the possible drug overdose? That they find. I uh, know that's so. That's, that's the, the start of the episode? second episode. Okay, yeah. we'll talk about that because I have something to say about that. <laughs> okay, continue. <laughs> okay, so episode two. I mean, what is the drug? The possible drug overdose. Why do I not remember that? No, so that was so that's actually part of the Hillside Strangler case. So like, yes. so episode so episode two. They go back takes, over. That. Takes a step back in time mm-hmm. and and gives you so like episode one was all about Gil. 
and yeah. and basically his what you know how he got to where he was and all that kind of stuff. Episode two gives you the Salerno backstory, and not as deeply as we did with Gil. Yeah. Like it doesn't get into his yeah, childhood yeah. or any of that crap. They don't talk about all that. But so. they talk about like basically the case that made his career right, which was before Night Stalker happened because who who gets two of these cases? Right. Um, yeah, he said it's a case of case of a lifetime. Yeah. So it's like you're only going to get one, you know, yeah. if if you even get one. Yep. And you have but two if you do, and now back. you have two back to back, literally back to back. So yeah, but that that's. But yeah, so that was and that was so the the that's it starts with the coverage with of one? the Hillside Strangler case, um, and it's the because it's it's you know hey this is the that's the first case he got called out on right okay so yeah they say they say. That he gets a phone call and he and they say, oh, we have a possible overdose. And then he gets there and they're like, oh, she has like stab wounds and lacerations. It's like, uh, what part of this did you think was a drug overdose and not somebody oh, yeah, and she's got fucking the, murdered? She's got ligature marks ligature on her wrists and ankles. And yeah. Because the hillside strangler, didn't he inject his victims with he injected them with like um windex and stuff yeah yeah, yeah like uh, chemicals and stuff yeah. like that but, so maybe upon like first seeing but they it's were like, just like the thing is, is that they're like oh yeah, yeah she's got all these yeah. ligature no, marks and all the stuff and i was like when yeah. he starts literally they're like okay possible uh you know drug overdose i get there and she's got all these stab right. wounds and yeah. stuff and i'm like yeah <laughs> Right. At no point would I have been glazed over that. that. Right. Oh, she's an uh, overdosed you, bondage right. freak. I don't know. Yeah. I don't judge she what people do. She overdosed on being stabbed. It <laughs> clearly <laughs> happened after she overdosed. Um, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, but yeah, so and this is where they get it. And then they do a, And then they flash back to, you know, current date. Um, and they're talking about how, like, the, the struggle here. Like, so, okay, they know there's a connection because of this shoe print. They know that these things are connected. But there's no other pattern of behavior. There's right. no signature. There's no yeah. profile on the Only victim. going after blondes, yeah. only going after young women or older yeah. women or just raping yeah. or, you know, even they even talk about just the ways that he kills people was like not. Sometimes it's this. Yeah, it was like that. Sometimes, sometimes it was stabbing. Sometimes it was shooting. Sometimes yeah. it was like choking with your actual hand. Sometimes it was choking. Whatever with, like, was in the room. Actual, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It was so wild, like how yeah. much he so just kind of bounced around. So like, I think that some of that to me speaks to I, – I, I don't think – you know, my personal opinion. Uh, I, I don't see any of this being premeditated. Like I truly think – Oh, the, yeah. He's winging it. That the vast majority like, – because I, I – and especially when you do see some of him in the fourth episode and just exactly how wackadoo he is. I feel like he's premeditating the fact that he's going to murder. Yes. And I feel like he's premeditating the fact that he's like, oh, okay, this person, maybe even, you know, like, I'll do this. But he gets in there and then is just like, let's see what happens. Well, didn't they say in the fourth episode, too, that he was pretty heavily into drugs? Oh, yeah. Like, yes. He was on cocaine. Mm-hmm. And, yes. And I'm sure that that has a lot yeah. to do with his psyche and oh, like yeah, where yeah. he was at mentally. And, yeah. and, you know, he was obviously disturbed. Yeah. But just like generally speaking, it's like he was kind of just like, I'm going to get in there. And like we talked about just a few minutes ago where it's like he wasn't scared. He mm-hmm. wasn't like worried right. about coming in. It didn't matter. He was comfortable. If yeah. He was comfortable. It didn't matter if there was multiple people mm-hmm. or if there was only one person mm-hmm. or if it was a male or a female. None of that mattered. He would just go into this place and be like, all right, let's see what happens. Well, and also we'll talk about in the fourth episode, but like they said that he had been 
like he was a student of like Ted Bundy and the yes. Hell Side String. He took a lot of. So maybe I mean this is giving him a lot of credit, but maybe he was like, I'm not gonna discern like. Or, like, I don't care. I'm going to be, like, the unorganized And I don't think that that's actually giving him a lot of credit because I feel like just if if you were, like, that disturbed or, like, whatever, if you were just, like, oh, I'm going to take a little bit from everybody Mm -hmm. and you did take a little bit from everybody, then you would have differences of the types of people that you end up going after. So it's, like, oh, I'm going to pay, you know, I'm going to do something that. Right. The Hillside Killer would have done or I'm going to do something that Ted Bundy would have done. Right. And doing that, it's like you would go after the types of people that they would have gone after. Almost like he was just kind of like. Yeah, doing... but he was so sporadic. Like he well, would no, have. I know. He would have but I'm just like saying Ted like. Bundy, but if he was just reading into these people. Well, no, no, no. Not <laughs> yeah. that he was like trying to like follow them like specifically. Yeah. But that he was just like, I'm reading into these people like, oh, yeah, you know, and then yeah. goes off on like a tangent yeah. on what he wants to do. I don't know. I'm or just, what like, I was thinking is like maybe that would like him being like, oh, they're going to see a pattern. Yeah, like he was smart enough yeah. to be like, I don't want yeah, I don't them want to catch pattern. me, so I yeah, need to like I want this mix to look it random. up a little. Right. Yeah. Okay. But, no, I see what you're saying. But that that's giving sense. him a lot of credit. That is giving him a lot of credit. <laughs> when yeah, he you're was right. Yeah, you're really right. Right. <laughs> He was just actually just fucked up the entire time. He was just like <laughs> dropping acid and killing people. <laughs> and we laugh. Yeah. Um, it, so July 6th. This is a comedy podcast. <laughs> Lorraine and John Rodriguez. He's sleeping in the bedroom. She's on the couch. She hears a noise from the bedroom, realizes it's not her husband. He worked at the jail. He was He was a cop. Yeah, yeah he, he was, was a cop. cop. Yeah. Um, he said I am the police. Went and got his gun and started walking around the house. She finds Oh, and it's and it's so funny. Like I love how they have the little interaction where she's like, John, get up, I hear something. Yeah. And he's, he's like, like As a husband, shut I was up. Like, I gotta go to work in a couple yeah. hours. I'm trying to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> so he just wouldn't leave me alone, like, so fine. Well, I got my even gun. she was like, I thought he's gonna wake up the kid. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know? So it's like the two of them are oh, yeah. like yeah, she's like shut this up. Mother- both of them are yeah. like this motherfucker yeah. is gonna fuck me up and then they're like oh just kidding we came together because we were almost right. murdered like so he's walking around the house and she finds a window that was a- it had actually been painted shut it they had they had never been, never been able to open it yeah um she finds this window all the way up and that's and the loud bang she'd heard was that getting right underneath that window sill i guess it had like rained a lot mm-hmm. and as he was like pushing down in the soil to like open this window in the meantime he leaves a perfect footprint um signature so Uh (laughs) the the other cops show up and basically like say you're lucky as shit well and you gotta love like Mm -hmm. apparently some crime scene tech had the presence of mind or or somebody it might have even been his wife um that or had put a box over the shoe print. Yeah. Um, so so yeah, to make yeah. sure yeah, so to that, preserve it. Yeah. So yeah. that like as anybody was running around, they right. wouldn't, it wouldn't get screwed up. And yeah, and Gil, Gil's like, yeah, you're lucky to be alive. Well, right. Yeah. <laughs> when I saw that part where they were just kind of like, oh, yeah, you know, like he got this window open and it was sealed shut. First of all, um, I don't know if you've ever had a painted shut window oh, yeah. before, but I most definitely have. And that oh, yeah. shit is impossible. Yeah. I've had multiple people come over my oh, yeah. house to try and get this window open and they cannot. He was on that super strength drug and strength. I know exactly. I was about to say because it's He's like on the PCP. This, yeah. If you look at this guy, if you look at this guy, he's no Andre the Giant. He's, he's on the literally pot. like Skeletor like t- oh, yeah. he's on the pot. <laughs> 
He's like Skeletor. Yeah. Literally like sunken in, yeah, you know, like he is Skeletor. He's Ugh. very, very thin. And you think you he's, have that idea. He's that a wiry one. If someone is like thin <laughs> and just, you know, man. like scraggly or whatever, that they are not very strong. And this guy had such a will to get in there mm-hmm. that he just went boop. PCP. But also exactly. <laughs> and, and the PCP. But that PCP will really do that to you sometimes. So, you know, you just become the Hulk and you don't even know it. Hulk smash window. You have no idea. Dude. So this is where they figure out it's Avias. So and here I was I love I, I love that like the <laughs> this the, is when they figure out Avias. He the boring dad shoes. The boring He's wearing the, a fucking dad shoes. For those of you who <laughs> don't know, the Avias are the new balance of the 80s. They're like <laughs> what you what you cut your lawn in. They like, absolutely were. They are fucking uh, dad And that's shoes. That, I love that like this is like the boring, like, so you've got, you know, the cops that are out, you know, chasing the guy down and going to crime scenes. And then you've got, like, this crime scene tech um, who I don't, I had to go to the flies out, warehouse. flies out to Portland, Oregon to meet with the inventor of Avia shoes. <laughs> um, hooray. Uh, and they find out, yep. Uh, so, yeah, it's, they're Avias. Um, and, yep, it's an aerobic shoe. It's not a gym shoe. It's not a basketball shoe. Right. Um, yep, it's an 11 and a half. So they were right. It's somewhere, but it's either an 11 or 12. Well, it's both. It's 11 and a half. Um, what's cool, though, is that so this guy is the owner of the company. And so he gives them all of the spreadsheets about like all the sales data, all the everything. And what's crazy, because they were like, okay, look, we know just based on everything, like the guy's always described in all black, so they've got to be black. Mm-hmm. And so the a black 11 and a half sh- aerobic shoe, the specific only- shoe, there were only six, six of them of made. <laughs> Five of them went to Arizona <laughs> and only one went to L.A. So they're like, okay, this guy bought the one pair. very rare of you. <laughs> They're they're artisanal avias. They're they're collectors' <laughs> items. <laughs> and clearly, he did not leave them in the box. Well, no. Well, um, but so what, but the, what sucks though is like is that's he shops his, at Goodwill. Well, and, I mean, well, like, yeah. yeah. Well, but he no, he had to have his ACDC. He, he had to have bought like they were brand new shoes. Like like they uh, like that's the thing. Avias had just right. hit just, the market. Oh, yeah, they said that they had sent five. Yeah, elsewhere Arizona. Yeah, yeah, Arizona, and then one yep. to California. So um, they're like, but they couldn't actually trace them down. Based so yeah, that's they, they couldn't get any further with the data. Like, they which is know. crazy because I'm just like, of course you can. You can tell me how many were out. You can tell me where they went. You well, can and tell they me, don't. Like, right. what well, place so they the went to, but nobody can tell me. Well, they where found it was the store where it was bought, right. but there's no, right. no security footage. It's not. This is yeah, this right. is 85. It's people paid cash for everything. It's not. No, no. You know. So it's it's it. But that's as far as that went. Other than. That's so now they know that's the shoe they're looking for, and that's right. they made this. You know, so if we if we find a guy, and the guy has the shoes on, then we know he's the guy. Yeah, right. So keep a lookout for anybody wearing black of. <laughs> right. Um, and then so they they go back to I'm gonna buy uh, some now. They so they start looking. They're gonna <laughs> bring their stock they even, back. They even up. make Do they make them? Oh, yeah, I, I don't know. know. I don't know. Get Reddit on it. They'll okay, bring they'll bring listen, the stock back eBay? up. eBay. Yeah, get Reddit on it. <laughs> yeah. They'll bring the stock back up um, for sure. <laughs> so they start looking through because like there's got to be more company. out there. Yeah, there's got to be more out there, and so they find. Um, a case from May, back in May 29th, because again, remember we're up, we're in July now. Um, so back in May 29th matches the patterns of behavior. And this is, dude, this is just how sick of a jaguar do you have to be, um, to rape and beat up two 80 year old sisters oh, living together? And one was in like an invalid. Like invalid. Yeah. yeah. She was like, 
literally unable to like she speak was or move the one or that anything. Survived. She survived. Mm-hmm. So it was um, Mabel Bell. She was 83, sexually assaulted and beaten with a hammer, and then Florence Lane, um, beaten and barely alive. Um, they found an alarm clock with a partial shoe print and it matched the Avia. Um, he hung out in the house. Um, when he was done, he had a snack. And this is the first time he draws a pentagram on one of the victim's legs and he also draws a pentagram on the wall. The wall. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and the way, so the alarm clock, the way it got the footprint on it is that they think that he stepped on it and then pulled the cord. Yeah, because he because he was using that to strangle yep. one of the one of the victims. That's what he used to bind him. Yep. So he's a huge piece of shit. If Left he didn't already footprint. know that. Yeah. Um. So then now we have time number one. They could have, should have, would have had him. Yeah. So the kidnap victim across town. Well, attempted because yeah. she fought yeah, him off. She gets yeah. away. Yeah. Um. So the suspect is driving a Toyota. Uh, yep. Gets pulled over. Um, He's got no license. Yeah, has no license. The cops like, oh, hey, just wait here. What if, what if I'm he was, gonna go was going over 100 miles an hour. Going back to <laughs> going. <laughs> um. God damn it, Dave. <laughs> so the cop so, pulls so him over. It's a, motorci- it's a motorcycle cop that pulls him over. Tells, yes. tells him to stay right there. I need to go whatever, get whatever. He, well, he went back to go get his, his uh, yeah, ticket book. To write a yeah. ticket. It comes back. He had drawn a pentagram. Uh, well, over, well, he overheard the... The radio saying on oh, the yeah, motorcycle yeah. cop the, the name like the type of car right. and make it model of car and everything guy. and his description He's got him exactly yeah and so he comes back over and he had drawn a pentagram on the hood of the car and then had run off yeah, yeah. and how the fuck he got away but I guess also 1985 so yeah so <laughs> LAPD impounds the car and says that they will take care of the prints they're gonna process the car. And basically just like Stonewall. Cue, cue, cue the Morgan Freeman voice. God. But and they, they knew right. they would never <laughs> process that car. They right. were never seen again. <laughs> right. The car was the never, car was seen, never seen, seen again. again. Yeah. And and this is where they really do the whole deep dive on, look, this is why we're screwed because there are so many – there's so many different jurisdictions here mm-hmm. and everybody has their hands and stuff and everybody wants their piece of it and everybody wants to control things and it's just – it's nuts. Yeah. Now, OK. And I actually was planning on looking this up and then I completely forgot about it. But is this part of the reason why they have like a database now that is shared with – By cap, yep. This is part of that. It's, yeah. Because I feel like they sort of touched on that, but then they were like, just kidding. We're not actually going to touch on that at all. Like we – Yeah. They do kind of say well, like, oh, and- we, we made our, our information available and everyone else made their inf- information available. Yes. But it's where, they, it's where like they started it. Yeah. They didn't – like now if anything is done, then it's shared with everybody. Yes. And if they anything comes up that's similar, then it's like, yeah. you know – You'll you'll get the information about it. So okay, it is like part of the reason why they started mm-hmm. doing that. Okay, cool. Um, Got it. So the next thing I have is um, July seventh. Mm-hmm. All right. So um, Gil gets a call from Linda Arthur, who's the well. Well, well so first off, oh Jesus, oh jeez. Gil wakes up in a cold sweat. Oh yeah, convinced that there's somebody in there's his house. Somebody in his house. And so he gets up, gets his gun, sweeps the entire house. 
Um, and then is like, okay, well, I'm awake. Screw it. Pops on, <laughs> turns on the TV. Apparently, there's a John Wayne movie on. Uh, and I was like, how did he even remember that? But I guess I would maybe. I don't know. Yeah, and then he and he get, but he does, and, the, and then he gets the phone call from Linda, the crime scene tech. Yep. Um. So her neighbor was raped, and she thinks it's related. So it was Sophie Dickman. <laughs> so like, Dickman. <laughs> and here's but here's here's the weird thing. Like, do you wonder? Like, like, like right now, there's no like nobody just gets normal sick now. Now everything is COVID. Yeah. So like, are there, were there normal crimes happening in LA, or was right. everything Night Stalker? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I also wondered that too. I also wondered that too. Right. So, um. Linda was like, she had friends over. She was, yeah, yeah, she friends had, over. They she were was had, outside. They were drinking. They were, they were like in, in the hot, hot tub. tub. And then, like, one of her friends hears. Well, yeah, they went to bed. Yeah, they went to bed. Okay. They went to bed. Like, they yeah. were like, okay, we're going in for the night. And then, so finally, they go to sleep. And then, one of the, like, she goes into her room and she's like, um, your neighbor is calling for you. Oh, yeah. And she's like, no. She's yeah. like, I've got my phone right here. My phone's not right. Yeah, she's like, no. She's yelling, yelling for, you. for you. I know. And when they said that, I was like, oh, my God. I am never going to sleep with my TV on ever again because, like, No one if, will be able to hear me. Okay. Now. I will say – this is a side – little segue really quick. I'm sorry about that. But I – there was one time that I had roommates and my house is very small and you can hear everything that happens inside of the, our rooms. And there was one night where, like, I was sleeping and I must have, like, like dreamt – that I had my window open and I must have dreamt that somebody said, hey, or something like that. And I heard somebody like walking in, in my backyard mm-hmm. and I like woke up and I was just sitting there for a second and like dead ass silent because I was like, oh, my God, there's like somebody in my backyard. Mm-hmm. And I heard something walking through my backyard. <sighs> and so I freaked out and I screamed for my room. I mean, at the top of my lungs. And Lindsay knows she's been in my house. If I'm like in my room and I cough, like you can hear it as if I was sitting next to you in my living room. You know what I mean? So I was like, and I was freaking out and I sat there for a minute and nobody came into my room. I actually ran out and like locked all my doors and nobody came. And then the next morning, like my other roommate, Mike, was like, I heard you scream for Russell, but he didn't get up. So I didn't get up either. And I was Thanks, like, dude. okay, guys, noted. <laughs> yeah. Because if I was sitting in there, like, nice being to know if I'm getting or, murdered. Yeah, yeah, you're just going to, like, not do anything. But I. I don't know. I thought maybe is, you and Russell were hooking up. I don't know. I've, <laughs> had, I've had that type of shit where I'm just like, you know, you, like, wake up, even mm-hmm. if it's, like, in a dream, mm-hmm. you know, you wake up and you're like, oh, what was that? Or, you know, freaking out. And I literally called for my roommates and they didn't come up. What the fuck, Russell? Yeah. That's amazing. Home invasions are the. Most Scary terrifying shit. because it's yes. the place where you feel the most safe, the most yes. vulnerable. You're the most vulnerable. So yeah. So Sophie Dickman, um, she had been uh tied to her bed. Handcuffed. Handcuffed to mm-hmm. her bed, um, and was sexually assaulted. Um Oh, and robbed. And robbed, but alive. Because because he takes stuff too. But what had happened uh Wait, did this happen after or before the night Joyce? So no, so this is where like they figured out like he ba- he got into the house by ripping the cat door. Like she had a cat, yeah, and she had a so she had a cat door. door. So he ripped the entire frame and everything of the cat door out. So it was a big enough entryway for him to get in, and that's how he got so into the freaky. house. 
And how, first of all, how do you get in through a cat door? Well, I mean, the frame is bigger. Oh, it is. Yeah, so that's okay. what I'm he ripped the entire setup. Oh, out of the, okay. Yeah. I see what you're oh. saying. So it's like the entire thing. Yeah. And I remember. There's a door in yeah. it. Okay, okay, okay. So Joyce Nelson happened before Sophie Dickman. So what yes. they found out was Joyce Nelson, who is like a 61 year old grandma. Yep. Um, she had been beaten to death. Uh, he stomped the side of her head and left a footprint. So it was. It was the they didn't a they didn't footprint. know it yet. Like they didn't because this <laughs> was God, it was the same guy. day yeah. just earlier. Yeah. So they just didn't catch that case until yeah. Yeah. So what had happened was she fought and she was not raped so what they think was is that he wasn't satisfied like after her murder and okay, so, so this that's is the one why he, he went and found yes. sophie dickman yes so he didn't get to be satisfied from that he just right murdered and then went well to, because went she to go fought him mm-hmm. yeah and yeah and then sophie Dickman happened. Dickman. Uh, so media really gets involved after the Nelson murder, and they set up a large task force, which was done for like what was done for the Hillside Strangler. Well, yeah, because now the now they've got five cases in ten days, um, and whenever he hits, that, like now crazy. he's now he's doing multiples. Yeah, he's a, yeah. it's a he's, like it's, on a it's, he's escalating. Yeah, yeah, he's escalating, and it's like you know over the course he's of a like, long time. Oh my it's, God. You know, he's it, like when Ted Bundy does the beach. Yes, and mm-hmm. he goes and gets back three different girls. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, that sends chills on my. Back. That, that is like that's the, the type of shit that I think of too, where shit. it's just like this is you know like it seems like he's it's brazen. Kind of like, he doesn't. Yeah, it seems like he's kind of like on you know like there's like this such a long period. It's like ten months or whatever the fuck mm-hmm. it might be, but it's like he's in not. ten months. This is a lot of stuff happening, and this is just what you Days. know yeah, right. is happening. Right. Well, yeah, That's so not I mean, including things that you don't know he's right. doing. So when you think about it, so you're so May 17th, or excuse me, March 17th, St. Mm-hmm. Patrick's Day was the first one, and you're at July 7th. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you're not even four months in yet. Right. Um, and so, and again, like, so then, so they, yeah, so they, they set up a task force. They've got like 200 cops. Take, they set up a tip line. Um, they, uh, and honestly, God, yeah, and the, the one thing, the worst part about the whole grandmother thing is that they found her, uh, the family found her. And that's, yeah, that's gotta be horrifying in terrible. and of itself. But they found her when they went to go pick her up, yeah. uh, because it was their daughter's birthday. It was her yeah, granddaughter's yeah, birthday. Her, like it was like her 14th, 14th birthday. birthday. Yep. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and so that's what, that's what they get into. Like they have, have to go public now right. because other than the shoe well, I mean, but other than the shoe, they got nothing. Yeah. Right. Like there's no, because again, and keep, there's no pattern. There's no type. Right. There's no profile of and the victims. And during this time, no they don't any... really have like a lot of DNA testing and stuff like available. Oh, God, no. So it's like, you know, even with him well, like he... eating a, eating at their house yeah. or, you know, hanging out and just like whatever, or there's all not. all the sexual assaults. All the sexual assaults. Like there's nothing that right. they can be like, oh yeah, we have this definitive mm-hmm. DNA to like go ahead and use. So the next thing I- I have is about Laurel Erickson, yep. who I want to just like punch in the face. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, so I'm sure a lot of people did. Laurel so, Erickson, most, mostly cops. Is fuck um, you, Laurel Erickson, news <laughs> reporter for Channel Four News. Well, but I mean, it, I guess in her defense, she's just doing her job. I mean, okay, but there's lives 
hanging in the balance that you do not need to share this information. It feels like that should be illegal for you to share information if the police say, hey, listen, this is really valuable to us and being able to like what she does is she calls Salerno and she asks about the shoe print and he's like, what are you talking about? And like tries to play dumb. Oh yeah, because she's like, yeah, she's like, I know that it's an Avia shoe, it's this and it's the footprint that's at all the crime scenes and and the shot. So Salerno like calls the police chief and is like, somehow she has this fucking information and she's blackmailing me like for a story right Straight now up. Yeah. and the police chief is like all right well we're gonna give her a story like we're not releasing this information about the shoe print we'll give her like an exclusive interview with you oh yeah that was the, that was like oh yeah you guys have to you guys have Something to go give her an exclusive. To yeah right yeah. yeah and so oh and, and i love still he's like yeah he's like no we still did it like we don't know where right. she got that info he's like it had to be a cop he's like i'd love to know who it was right, he's yeah. like i'd love to thank him personally right. <laughs> oh yeah beat the shit out of him mm-hmm. yeah so um so it's yeah uh, things are heating up. It's in the media. The media is very uh, attacked. Hey, you know what else was heating up? The car that they had <laughs> that they had found. Oh yeah. That uh, that yeah. that they said they were going to print. They not yeah, only did they re- that was a really good sign. Not only did they never print it, <laughs> so, they left it stored outside in the sun. In, in the, the sun. sun. In the hundred and seven degree days. Yeah. So all the fingerprints are just. So all the tissues gone. <laughs> so fingerprint scorched. oil has gone. Yeah. It's rained. It's baked. Yeah. It's Jesus. yeah. So there's okay. nothing. There's that was a really no, good segue, though. <laughs> yeah, it was. I'm a professional. There's uh, no, but so like, there's no, so there's nothing. They're like, and because the, they like, they finally they lost their shit. They were like, dude, we're, we've been asking LAPD about this car all this time, and and nothing. And so yeah, finally, they get nothing. Yeah, so probably. finally, they just they they had the chief go light them up, and the chief, and then finally, and that's when they finally find out. Yeah, it's been sitting outside. We're screwed. But so they decide to go through the car anyway, and they find um, a little like card case that has uh, a dentist. What? Over, what? Over in the China irony town? of this guy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Who'd have thought he's ever even been to a dentist? Well, so, okay. like, so that's, is that how he saved see, his teeth? And top this is teeth? this is where. <laughs> Like so, and this is like this is where I think my opinion of him differs from yours. Like, so you guys keep using phrases like brazen and, and calculated and that kind of stuff. I don't think that's him. I think he was he would go through manic obsessive periods sure. where, and it almost became like it's like and I'm not. Hey, if you're killing people, you're killing people. You're you're a dick. Sure. Um, but it, almost that it was a compulsion that would especially when, you t- when they get into the whole satanic thing and all that kind of stuff and Satan speaking to him. Um, like that's schizophrenia. Which, that's by mania. The way, that's is not see, what the I satanic temple right. And I don't at all. I just no. want to say that really quick and because also, that's not no. at all. I don't think it was. I think the Satan thing was just bullshit. It, it is bullshit. No, like I don't think he I don't was th- schizophrenic. I don't I think, think he was he satanic. Was... I think that was. Him thinking that's what being satanic was. was. Yes. Like that. Yeah. Huge difference. I want to make a very, very clear because I have a lot of friends who are part of the satanic temple. Mm -hmm. And I just want to make that very clear that this is not what they actually believe in or what they actually preach in any way, shape or form. So please, everyone know that. Well, no. And I think that. Well, in this case is what started the satanic Satanic panic. panic. Yeah. 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 So, um, so yeah, that's a dentist card. Uh, and, and so again, July 8th. This is July. I want to make sure you get July. This is July 9th. Oh, is it 9th? Okay. July 9th. Okay, July 9th. I mean, so July 9th. And this car has been sitting there for weeks. 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 So, what I love is they go to this dentist's office and they get, they find, you know, obviously he uses a fake name, but, um, they get, 
the x-rays and um they know that he's going to be back at the dentist because he has an impacted tooth um no shit his teeth and they had just mis- he had just been there right. like so again Literally, july right. 9th days before right. july 3rd he was there right. so if had the, they if, if the jackwads had processed the right. car yeah right um so uh, they end up staking out the dentist's office. and that, Yeah, so they put two detectives in the lobby. Yep. Yeah, and that is where episode two ends. Damn, that was just episode two. <laughs> only two more. Only only two more, guys. I mean, episode four we can fly through. Well, yeah, that's yeah. pretty quick, yeah. All right. So episode three starts with naming the victims. And you see a whole lot of names that I was like, wait, we didn't see that one. Yes, and we didn't exactly. see that one. So there's a of victims. I well, mean, so yeah, because it was both because they that list of names was both the it was attacked and murder attacks and the murder and yes. the abduction and the children and abduction and yes. so and that's I'll wait for that. Okay, so well, actually, no, because it's been talked. Uh, well, it's, no, because it's been talked about a couple times now. So, like, that's the one thing. Like, I thought I was pretty familiar with this case. Oh, I was not familiar with. The child molestation no, side. No, neither of was I. Yeah, neither was I. And, yeah, I didn't even know about that. And you find that. out why he was never in episode four. Yeah, and so yeah, that's like really fucked up. We'll get to that. But that's really fucked up to me. I, okay, we'll talk. about But it. I understand the rationale for doing. Yeah, so. so do I. Um, okay, so July fifteenth. Um, somebody... We start off with a pissed off Gil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so somebody is like, "You, you're wasting resources having these two cops sit in this dentist's office. So here, we'll put a." Like a, a panic, He's never going to come back. A panic, panic button, alarm, a yeah. panic button in here. So if he does come back, they can just press the button and we'll show up if he does come back. So July fifteenth, Richard Ramirez comes in the dentist's office. They hit the panic button. Panic button doesn't work. Doesn't fucking it work. Malfunctions. And the dentist calls Gil later and is like, "Why didn't you guys show up?" And he was like, "What are you talking about?" And he was like. He was in I here. Straight we up had him the here button multiple times. Yeah, but I'm sorry if, like, by the end of his appointment, they weren't there. Like, I would be on the. I mean, you know what, dude? I think I need to add a little more nitrous. Like, you might be getting a <laughs> yeah. little sleepy. You're getting, like, <laughs> yeah, do more. Call them right. yourself. Right. Be like, like hey, hold on, we gotta do here. something. Like, dentists could have been a hero. Oh yeah, yeah. they could have just been straight up. Like, hold right. on, the, the dentist will be with you in just right. a moment, right. and then like give him right. a hot minute. I mean, we saw his teeth. You could have said. Wait. You could have said he, he has a million other things wrong with his fucking teeth. Right. Like, you could have just been like, hold. Right. And we want well, to do like on, a wait, couple I more, see... you know, something. Let We're going to do a back. cleaning, and gonna this is going to take a minute. Floss for you again. Between how do you floss between teeth that are literally like an inch and a half apart? I mean, uh, hold on, let me just like scan your gums. Yeah, let me let me get this rope. I mean, he deserves that. Yeah, Yeah, fuck that guy. Um, All right, so yeah, another huge like letdown, huge gaffe. And keep in mind, had him the fifteenth. Right. They had just put the detectives right. there right. on the ninth. It's just annoying. so in six days. And in annoying. six like, days, who somebody got pissed. Was the asshole that was like, "Yeah, we need to pull these yeah. two cops." It's annoying that they here. decided to do like a panic button because I've actually worked at a place where we had two panic buttons, and I've had to use them before, and they also did not work. 
Well, and that's what they said. They said, oh, it wasn't wired up properly. Like a false Yeah. Sense. Like, yeah. well, security. it's like I, but then I would randomly have, like, because I was managing this place and I would randomly have the police show up, like, randomly and they would just be like, oh, like, somebody pushed the panic button. And I'm like, no. Maybe on, it's like underneath something. So I was like, maybe on accident, like, swiveling their chair or something. Right. But then when I actually have somebody, like, in here, you right. guys, like, have not shown up and I'm like, pressing it, like, <laughs> Hello. Panic, panic. You know, like, like I'm sending some, you Morse code I'm via the button. Yeah. Come on, you know, but then like somebody accidentally presses it and you guys are like on your way today. So I've been there. But yeah, so the 15th, uh, they miss him at the dentist's office and it only takes just a few more days to the 20th. Five days. And there's more murders. Oh, and this one like so breaks my heart. I mean, they're all sad, but like Max and Layla needing, they're just like this little old couple, like, their granddaughter describes them as like her grandpa was salt of the earth. His her grandma was like obsessed with sports, and they mm-hmm. were from the Midwest, and they were just like old school. Like we just leave our doors open. Like she even says that yeah. I told them that to start locking yeah, their start doors. locking your doors. Yeah. There's somebody out there, and and the grandma the 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 woman says. The we don't. Yeah. yeah, we don't need to. We're from yeah. the Midwest. Yeah. Well, no, we're, we're not going to yeah. live we like. We don't yeah. do that. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we yeah we're not going to live that. our lives right. like that. Yeah. So, um, she, um, she shot. Max is nearly decapitated, um, and then the twenty-two was connected to the Dale So yeah, so this is the this is the all-in-one case. Mm-hmm. So yeah. because there was a there was an eight-year-old boy there too. No, 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 no. That was the channel. That was different. Oh, that yep. was the other one. Sorry. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's the next one that happens the same day. Yeah. Okay. That's right. That's part two. So yeah. Chanarong Kavanath, thirty-two years old. This is all in one. There was the Avia shoe print on the front porch. Also, the step of the living room. The male was executed. The wife or the girlfriend was sexually. Oh no, she was a wife. Was sexually assaulted, and then the young boy yep. was sexually oh, assaulted. My God. And oh, and they were also robbed. So um, the the mo's there, the the shoe print, the shoe well, yeah, so print, this is literally the, the all in one. I mean, literally like, if everything he has the pattern. This uh, was sh- executing the husband yeah. or the male in the in the family is mm-hmm. definitely a pattern that he does have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then and then sexually assaulting. So then the next one, the Petersons. Both shot in the head. They both survive. Chris gets up and chases him out of the house. Can you even imagine, like, 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 if you shoot somebody in the head and they get up and start chasing you? Is this the one where he shoots her in the neck and it goes like between? It goes in and out, but there's lit. It literally just misses anything that like is actually an issue, and she screams. And then the husband gets up and he shoots him in the yes. head and it deflect it doesn't go it, it, all the way. No, it like goes it doesn't through go, his, it goes yeah. through, but it doesn't actually go all the way through. Yeah, He's, it doesn't they, penetrate. They both survive. It goes like through his cheek. Through his cheek, but right. Misses brain. Yeah, because yes. it's a new yeah. it's a different gun. Yeah. Oh my god. So it's a twenty five auto. Um so, so now he's trying to sh- change shit up though. But because he didn't kill them, Salerno calls him a coward and it makes the front page of the LA Times. And Salerno was like, yeah, that's when I started sleeping with a gun on her well, my pillow. Yeah. So that's, you because know, so, I didn't think that was going to make the front page. Oh, yeah. yeah exactly. Well, so they talk about I how fucking yeah, be crazy. Thanks, dude. Yeah, thanks right. a lot for putting a fucking target on my right. forehead. Wait, well, yes, and they said in this new, so this new gun, the 25, uh, what's weird is that they noticed that the, the primer, 
is is red. Mm-hmm. Like there's a red, and they were like, okay, well that's old ammo. Like they don't even make that anymore. Yeah. They haven't made it in forever. Yeah. Um, and and this is where you see the little quote. Uh, there's you get a clip of Ramirez talking um, where he says basically serial like uh, serial killers basically have to screw up. In order to get right. caught, yeah, um, because you know, it, it, especially if things are random and things are you know disorganized and all that kind of stuff, um, and they talk about how okay, they, now we know that whoever our the cops are saying we know whoever he is is watching the news, like we know that because we released the nine one one call. And so that's how he – so he knows that, OK, the husband survived and called 911 and that's how we got there. And so from that moment forward, whenever a crime was committed, the phones were either taken or the phone lines were slashed. Yeah. So they know he's watching they the news. They start like dropping out – yeah, exactly. They know they know that he's watching because he starts taking care of like things that the news are talking about, mm-hmm. like making sure that people can't call out mm-hmm. and stuff, which is like one of my biggest fears living alone or anything like that is whether or not somebody is going to be like – let me just like incapacitate your phone too. So once I leave, you can't do anything. I actually like went to a 7-Eleven one time and I was like about to walk inside. Middle of the night, I had just gotten off work and this girl was like standing outside smoking a cigarette. She was like the person working there. And I was like, hey, what's up? And I went to go inside and she was like, oh, sorry, we're closed. And I was like, Haha, okay, because 7-Eleven doesn't close. Right. And I went to go inside. And she was like, no, seriously, we're closed. I just got robbed at gunpoint. I'm waiting for the police to get here. And I was like, are you being serious right now? And she was like, yeah. I was like, do you want me to wait with you? Like, do you want to sit in my car? So if they come back, we can, like, leave. And she was like, yeah, that'd be great. And she got into my car and she was, like, shaking, like, well, not yeah. having a great time. And we waited until like people showed up, and then she was like, "Okay," and then and then I left. So that's so weird. I don't I don't care if I told you this story. So it was probably about a year and a half ago. Um, I was I left here and I went home, um, but I stopped in the Seven Eleven that's like right down the street from my house, and I was like I did I was answering an email from a client, like something stupid had come in, and I was like, "Okay, I'm just going to answer this before I forget." And so I'm in my car, and I'm and I'm you know on my phone, and I'm typing the answer to this email, and I hit send, and as I hit send, I hear. Yeah. On my window, and I look over, and it's a cop. And I, like, I, I mean, you know me; I yeah, get very whatever, like, right? I get very upset. Like, when yeah. I I focus on shit, and yes. to the exclusion of everything else. And so <laughs> I like, and all of a sudden, I'm like, oh shit! There's a cop. Oh shit! There are like three cop cars in the parking lot. What? What the You're fuck? Surrounded like, what the point? hell? <laughs> and so, and, and and like, I rolled on my window, and and I was like, sir. And he was like, uh, sir, have you been here a long time? I'm like. No, I dude, I just, I just got here. I, ju- up, yeah. I was answering an email with the with the guy. Like, here's the email I was sending on the phone with the what? What? Yeah. And he's like, he's like, uh, sir, there's been a robbery here. We were already on route. They were, you, you, yeah, go home. Just <laughs> that, that's like exactly what happened to me. Like when I like went to go inside, she's like, we're closed. I yeah, like, like I must have pulled up right <laughs> okay. after it happened. Yeah. And then like you know, go inside. She's like, no, seriously, I was just robbed at gunpoint. And I'm like. Oh, sorry about that. Let well, me like stay with you though. And to your point, like so, this is where the news is saying that gun sales go through the roof. Yeah, locks and security systems. They interview are the going one girl. The they're roof. like, "Are did, are you going to buy a gun? Yes, I am. Do you know how to use one? No, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> like oh, okay. oh yeah, and self defense oh, classes, good. like like karate classes, are 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 on the rise. Right. And so then the next one, and this is this is kind of like a, a major point um, for Gil from a from a personal story perspective with him um, is August seventh. Um, he gets uh, a call um, at, about a another another murder that's happened, and it's only five minutes from his house. Right. And his wife 
you know, she's like, oh, you got another call? And she, he's like, yeah. She's like, well, where is it? Um, do, you want, do you want to take a sec? I just have to pee really quick. I was going to say, do you want to just take a minute? Well, should just we just take a little break really quick? I mean, we can do that. Before we, like, move on? Yeah. You want to – it's up to you guys. I don't care. I'm just going to run to the bathroom, like, very quickly. So do you guys want to take, like, a two-little break? Two-minute two little break? I can keep going. You want to go? You tell me. Let's just keep going. Okay. Okay. Keep going. I'll be right back. We'll, we'll clean that up in post. Yeah. Um, and so his wife says, well, okay, well, where is it? And he's like, oh, you know, it's it's like five minutes down the road. And she's freaked out. She's like, nope, that's too close to home. That's that's too much. Um, yeah. You're not leaving this house until we all leave this house because I'm taking the kids and leaving. Right. And we're not coming back until this is this is solved. Which I'm I'm surprised she didn't do that earlier. Well, and so like that's like the I thing. Would have been gone. Well, yeah, because well, and you had kind of touched on that where you know when he the, when Salerno had the interview with the yeah. with the one reporter, and he was like, he's like, I was trying to say, oh yeah, it really showed you know this really showed yeah. what kind of guy he is, you know, because he's a coward, right. and he's like, and all of a sudden now I'm calling him a coward on the front page. Yeah, here's all of the details I'm of my life, him. and yeah, I'm taunting him. Right. And oh by the way, I'm not home 20 hours a day, right. and I got a wife and kids, right? Because I'm working the stupid case. God. Um. Terrifying. Yeah. So um, that was Elias Abelwath, mm-hmm. um, 35 years old. He, he was murdered and then his wife was raped. And that's the that's the creepy one where like so the, and this, I think this was the second or third time we've heard this now where the wife um, was told, don't look at me. Oh, and yeah. and she says, OK, OK, I swear to God, I won't look at you. And he's like, no, no, no. Don't swear to God. Swear to Satan. Yeah, swear to Satan. Yeah. Which, weird. He's just such a weirdo. He's a total weirdo. Um. So then we have August 18th. We we jump to San Francisco. Oh, so before that. Uh-oh. Um, no. So you've got. So this is where Gil says he walks into the squad room and he hears a bunch of guys. Um. He hears a bunch of guys standing around talking about the case, but it's all bad information. And and he's like, and one of the guys stops him and was like, hey, Gil, this is your case. What, what Bring us up to speed. And he's like, okay, well, first off, everything you guys have just been saying is wrong. Um, and stop making shit up. Like that, no. And, he, yeah. and, then he, and then he's like, and that's when he had the idea. So back the start of episode one, we saw that little snip of the VHS. And he's like, dude, he's oh, like, yeah, yeah. we have the technology. Let's just make, he's like, I'm going to get up. He's like, I'm going to cut a video. We're going to send it out to all the police departments around the area. Um, and it's going to have all the details and all the information in it because that way people stop making shit up and spreading bad information. Yeah. Yeah. Although you have some kind of snitch in the police department. Obviously. But I feel like that's like a normal forever. thing. Yeah. yeah. Forever there's going to be somebody that's a snitch in the fucking police department. So. Um, so August 18th, we moved to San Francisco. Mr. Pan, um, is executed. Mrs. Pan raped and shot in the head, but had a pulse. So, and for those not familiar with the geography, so LA and San Francisco, I mean, yes, they're both in California, but California is a huge state. You're talking like 500 miles. 500 miles. Yeah. 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 Um, so in this one, he, uh, ate food in the fridge, then regurgitated the food, then masturbated on top of the food and then carved a bunch of satanic crap like, on the wall. Uh, masturbated on top of the regurgitated food? Yes. Okay. I don't think that I remember that. Mm-hmm. They matched. Oh your brain probably blocked that out. Yeah. Was, yeah. <laughs> the ammo matched um, ammo used to in, it the, had that in red. the previous three mm-hmm. crimes. Um, so basically LA briefs San Francisco on everything well, they have. So- 
so once they know that there's a connection, like these red shell cases yeah. or the uh, the red primer thing, um, so Salerno and Gil hot, go to hop on a plane to get mm-hmm. to San Francisco. Oh yeah, and Laurel Erickson's on. And the, plane. the two, and, yeah, and Laurel Erickson and the other reporter are already on the plane. Like, How did you? Get and, oh yeah, right, and so like, they're like, oh my, uh, great, and like they, they said, like, oh yeah, they wanted to strike up a conversation, and they were like, yeah, no, no um, fuck you. Oh yeah, but so the the male reporter uh, goes like just starts like walks. He's like, there's this guy out washing his car. And and so the reporter, he's like, he's like, oh, you know, kind of crazy stuff here in the neighborhood, huh? And he's like, oh yeah. And he's like, oh, well, you know, who are you? What do you do? He's like, oh, I'm a cop. And he's like, oh, so you know, like, did you did the other cop say anything? He's like, oh yeah. You know, it's it's the same as the you know same shit that's been going on in L.A. All the writing on the walls, all that satanic crap, um, you know, demonic element to things. Yeah, and and so like, and the reporter. He's like, he's like, I don't know how I didn't keep, like, how I kept my jaw from dropping. Yeah. He's like, because he, we had none of that info at all. And he just gives it all Well, up. yeah. Yeah. Nice, everything. So, yeah, um, Gil and Salerno go and they brief um, San Francisco on everything they have. Um, well, and they, so they try to corner Salerno coming out of the house with this info where they're like, oh, you know, we understand that, you know, Jack the Ripper was written on the walls. And and this is where they're like, dude, Salerno must be like a hell of a poker player because like he didn't bat an eye. He was like, I don't know what you're talking about. There's nothing like that on the walls. Um, and any information will come from the San Francisco Police Department. Yeah, bye. just like yeah. straight up like pfft. goodbye. OK, bye. So, uh so obviously, but yeah. So they go brief, the, yeah. They right. go brief them and tell them everything, right? Like they yeah. part everything. Like yeah. here's here's the Avia shoe. Here's right. the, the here's the ammo. Right. Here's the shell casings. Here's this is how we know these cases are connected. Here's all of the data we have because we're cops and we, yeah, we got an information share. So now the mayor of San Francisco, Diane Feinstein, wants to know what's going on, and the chief briefs her. Um, she well because they asked the mayor's office, hey, would you put up a reward? Oh. Um, they they like, hey, would you put up a reward leading to the to the capture and arrest of this killer? And they were like, well, why? What's so special about this one? And they were like, well, it's a serial killer connected to things down in L.A. And and then all of a sudden, Feinstein was like, oh, well, tell me everything. Now I yeah. want to know more. Yeah. So the chief briefs her. She holds a press conference, and um, Salerno said she let vomit important information. Mm-hmm. Talking about the VSU and the ammo. Well, huh? she was like what talking about freaking everything. Moron. Oh, yes, she gave up absolute everything. Moron. And um, supposedly, the chief never told her not to. I feel like that's not something that I like. It's one of those I like, shouldn't have to say this moments. Yeah, you know what I mean? Things. Yeah, exactly. Where it's like, obviously, these are things that only the killer would know. So maybe don't say yeah. things like that because you're tipping him off on what we are aware of. And yeah. if he starts changing the shoes he's wearing uh-huh. or the gloves yeah. he wears or his actions and what he does, then we can no longer connect Have that connection. these issues to other ones. Well, and, and that's, so and that's for the me, worst. like the next deaths are on your hands. Like yeah. you fucking screwed up. Yeah, oh, huge. way Way bad. Yeah. Oh, and that's and like that's the worst is like and they the, the, they do a shot with Salerno where he's just like that's one of the things that's always driven me. He's like we never found those shoes. Yeah. He's uh, like man. He's like man. I wanted those shoes. Yeah. He's like I. He's like, oh, I, they never found them. No. I didn't know that. Do you want to a little bit? Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so, so now obviously whoever the killer is knows everything that they know. Yeah. Um, Gil's pissed off. They're, they just think the case is over yeah. because it's been blown. They got yeah. nothing. Um, they start, they go up to his chief's, they go up to the chief's office and they're like, Hey, uh, we're out. 
uh, and they go and they start drinking. Um, apparently, the chief calls the bar that he knows that they're at because they always go to the same bar because yeah. cops have cop bars. Um, <laughs> and was like, hey, have a couple cups of coffee. Get your asses back here. Yeah. Uh, get something to eat. Yeah. Come back. Sober up. Um, we got shit to do. Oh, yeah. Well, so then the chief holds a press conference and lights Feinstein's ass up. Like it was a it was a thing of beauty um, because he's like, oh, yeah, you know, we shared information with the, you know, the San Francisco Police Department. And a lot of it was, you know, confidential because, you know, da, 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 da. Um, and it's it's unfortunate that political parties for political motivations decided to release that information to the public because we didn't have very much to go on before. But now we have nothing. Right. Yeah, and this case is completely screwed. Less yeah. is what he says. God, and idiot. it's insane to me that they even t- when when it comes to. Like things that are going to be like uh, released to the public, mm-hmm. there should be a cap off on what people can well, yeah, say. Absolutely, and I don't know if they've changed the laws or if there's anything. Well, and, that's and been how is there not on. one? Like, there wasn't one cop at her press conference that was like, shut up. Cut her mic. Cut her mic. You know, there should be one cop yeah, there I don't that's care taught how mayor. to do all yeah, this no. stuff to like cut the mic yeah, and you, be like, yeah. we're done. Okay, cop, you get to run the board today. <laughs> <laughs> and then when she goes too far, just mute her mic. Yep. Yeah. Um, so the next thing I have, I, I skip things. We're so following you, girl. August on. 24th, um, Mission Viejo, which is in Orange County. So he's back near L.A., um, a 29-year-old woman is attacked. Mm-hmm. Her boyfriend, Bill Carnes, is shot in the head, but he's alive. The intruder said to her, I am the Night Stalker. Um, James Romero was like an eyewitness outside of the house, so he kind of noticed this strange car mm-hmm. that was like slowly pulling up, and then he sees this strange car leave. Um, he's able to recall a partial plate and description of the car. Um, See, which honestly, like it just goes to show you, like one of the things that's always crazy to me is how unreliable eyewitness testimony really is. Because, yeah. okay, he got the color of the car right, mm. but like the partial plate that he said he had, like none of those actually matched. Like it was it was close-ish. Like they weren't – it wasn't a – It was not a, close. It wasn't a B. It was a D. It wasn't a – you know, yeah. it was the so, – yeah, so, I mean, it, but it was – Okay. They were able to match it though. Yeah. They were able to figure it out. So this is then released to the public and a guy calls and says um, his friend's car that matches that description was just stolen in Chinatown. Yep. It was a, 90, a 1976 orange station wagon. Um, so they find the car dumped. Um, it's in a parking lot. Yep. Yeah. And so or a parking structure, they actually process it. And well, they, well, what? Well, they, well, they the wait. Well, so they wait because they want to see, like, okay, yeah. does he know that we know? Right. Is he going to come back to the car? And, and then they're like, no, he's not coming back to the car. Not screen. after we'll I hit the it, news. Yeah. 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 Right. So um, they find a fingerprint. But, I mean, at the time, they're not able to, like, run this fingerprint through like any type of yeah there's not like a database it, right, right. Doesn't, exactly doesn't exist oh but, yeah so that was yeah so again the boring side right. of police work is so okay we have all these fingerprint cards right. we have to do like basically a one-to-one Tedious. comparison right. against all and, these and cards especially yeah. you're talking about back in 85 where it's like we don't have like this database where you can be like okay let me just input it really quick oh, and yeah, then it's yeah, just no. gonna yeah it's, it's not like csi no, yeah exactly. it's there yeah and then in t- in 12 hours, it's going to be like, hey, we have a match. Like, that's so, not how that works. No. Okay, this next part is, like, just, like, the best part. Okay, August 27th. <laughs> the best part. 
Um, so they've set up tip lines. Caller calls in and says her dad is a street person who hangs out at a bus depot. And he talks to this guy, Rick, who said he murdered an Asian couple with a twenty-two, And he ditched the gun in Tijuana. So they go and they find this caller's dad. And he's like, yep. All that correct. happened. Yep. All correct. And somehow they're able to go to Tijuana and recover the gun mm-hmm. based on what this guy could tell them, which is like remarkable. Crazy. Yeah. Which is like remarkable. Why, obviously, this guy gave up all A of the information of he info. had to this random guy right. for whatever reason. So also, they recover a boombox that was taken from the Lang murders. Yep. Um, so now they have two pieces which of they knew because it had like right. the, the, the son still number. had the yeah. paperwork with the serial number and all that stuff on it so they were able to match it up yeah. so meanwhile um in san francisco a police informant named earl greg um i thought you had to say earl gray and i was about to be like oh, i love his tea <laughs> <laughs> They're really good i also thought that somebody said stained glass teeth but it was like stained it was like stained uh I don't know what how they described him, but it. I thought they said stained glass teeth, and I was like, "Oh, he has like stained teeth. glass teeth. That's crazy." <laughs> um, so, <laughs> wow. Sorry about that. Meanwhile, in San Francisco, police informant Earl Gregg, um, has, has this bracelet that he claims he got from his wife's mother. Um, but she said she got it from her boyfriend, Armando Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. And they go find Armando Rodriguez. And he says, well, I got it from my friend Rick. And this bracelet was taken from a crime scene. Um, so they go find Armando and ask for his help. And he basically tells the cops to fuck off. Um, but oh, I love the guy who um, punches him in the face. Um, he just jabs him right in the face. I had to say though, like I in my notes, like when I was taking them, I was like, okay, did this guy just like admit to like openly like beating a suspect, beating yeah. a yes. suspect, yeah. absolutely. The, which I'm not, okay, I'm not like, or actually not this, even a suspect, a witness. I'm not, yeah, I'm not like trying that's, to say that it's, it's friends with a serial killer. Yeah. Yes, exactly. I was like, I'm not trying to say that I'm like opposed to that. But also, like, like, I don't think that's legal. I understand how it could happen. <laughs> I don't think that's legal, though. Okay, but okay. And, and, the, and the ends might have justified the means. The ends justified <laughs> the means. Absolutely. In this case, the ends Absolutely. justified the means. So, um, punches him in the face, and the guy's like, oh, that's all you have. And he, the cop, like, looks at him and, like, undoes his tie, and he is, like, basically, like, I will rip you from your head to, to your, your asshole. asshole. Yeah. And the guy, and he goes to, like, go punch him again. And the guy's like, Richard, Richard Ramirez. Ramirez. <laughs> okay, Ramirez. I give. Richard Ramirez. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that was freaking awesome. And that is the end of episode three. Yep. Now we have Richard Ramirez. Now we know. In our heads. We know mm-hmm. that this is the guy we're looking for. Who so now we have pictures is. of him. We mm-hmm. know exactly who he is. Mm-hmm. We know how to get him. Okay. So episode four opens with a little background on Richard Ramirez. Um, you know, it's a hard knock. Right, life exactly. For and him. here's the thing: like, it's a hard knock. Life. I, it, uh, <laughs> it's so hard because it's like, yeah, it 
Yeah, as child Richard Ramirez, I feel really bad for you. Um, yeah, his dad would like to punish him, would go tie him up to a cross on the cemetery and leave him there. Um, he witnessed a cousin murder his girlfriend. Um, he was abused terribly. He was always an outsider as a kid. He was known as like Five Finger Rick. Like he stole from Which people. Which I was like, all how many time. fingers does anyone else have? Well, it means you have sticky fingers. No, I know what it means. Okay, I'm like, okay, <laughs> Five so Finger like, Rick. See, yeah, it's very old timey. Yeah, even though it's when just the eighties. Say Five Finger anything. I'm like, but how many fingers do you have? Well, because <laughs> it's the I'm whole... most definitely have Five Fingers. Well, so no, because like, it's the, old, the weird one? like the Five Finger discount. <laughs> yeah, was the, right. was, was was the old slang for stealing something. See, yeah, yeah, right. Same, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah, hard knock life. You know, I mean, yeah, like I said, oh, okay. you feel bad for little child richard but then it's like you know but again you don't you can only to, right. you can only blame your childhood so for so much right, right. Exactly. like a lot of like, again a like, lot of they get through a lot of stuff and don't end right. up murdering that, multiple right, people right. girl he abducted when she was right. six right right did right. not grow up to be, to to be, be a fucking killer. Killer. Right. yeah exactly um so then we have this the, the librarian at the la public library <laughs> I love this part. He's the one that runs it. He has a run-in with Ramirez. He says, like, this guy comes in, and he's dirty, and he smells. He smells like a goat. His I teeth were messed up. So he wanted to know where the books were on horoscope and t- torture were. And he was like, and thank God those books weren't in my section of the library. Um so, yeah, just – I mean, we have, like, such little – the documentary gives very little background on, like – him as a person as a person um but which is good and also bad yeah that i mean yeah from like me wanting to know like the psychology and like i'm one of those people too like i would like like, to know know, and not to but i also don't want you to glorify no i don't want to like like i want to hear more about the people that he actually killed so they can get their like you know time and like you know so do i but i mean like but at the same time i'm curious i want to know more about exactly those, i think that i think yeah. that that's what the main right. thing that drives people that are interested like right. you and i and also dave and in in people that yeah you like, know do I, this type of like stuff. i hate i hate him and I'm obviously not just like, he's a monster but right. like i just want to know like the causes i'm not just like, like tell me about your murders i'm like tell me about why you started doing well, this because, like, and the things that mm-hmm. you you know your background it goes to like nature versus nurture and like Absolutely. you just want to know and like mira says he's like a bad seed or like whatever and, well like, it's very rare that you find people that they're like oh they were just so loved and so cared for well, right that i mean happens. that like doesn't not really that that, happen not that it doesn't ever no, but it not but it's, it's so rare, rare. yeah I mean, so rare. today I was talking to my classes and we were learning about, like, the different parts of the brain. And um, I, like, told them, like, the frontal lobe of your brain they're finding out with serial killers is almost all of them have had some type of brain trauma to yeah. the frontal Falling, lobe of being their brain. Hit in the head, something. And I was, like, almost all of them have that in common mm-hmm. and it makes sense because your frontal lobe is like responsible for like judgment and reasoning and also impulse control. Yeah, and what keeps you from being a sociopath. And, right, yeah. Right. And, right. But I mean, it's just like, see, like that is fascinating. Like that's it, what it I want to know more Absolutely. About, that is, is fascinating like to that. me. So anyways, um, August 30th, 
They matched the prints. They had two other Richard Ramirez prints. Um, and they find a match. And um, they also had a booking photo of him. And they were like, you know, his rap sheet's pretty light. He <clears throat> Comparatively. Well, yeah, um, and it wasn't like – and it wasn't for like – attempted murder it wasn't for yeah yeah Yeah, no yeah um so the informant um from the greyhound bus station confirms that that is him that is that rick um so the chief wants to release the name and the phone the photo but salerno and gill want to wait they're like give us 24 hours we will get this dude um but basically they're like we can't there will be like a media frenzy. They're like, they can find, you imagine if they find out we're sitting on a murder? If somebody warrant, else dies today yeah. in those twenty four hours yeah. before you There'll catch be him, an issue, yeah. right? And um, so against their wishes, the name and photo is released uh, to the public. But also, it's a good thing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's totally ends a good up thing. being the best capture story of all time. Of all time. Um, so August 31st, uh, they set up surveillance at a Greyhound bus depot, um, cause they know he takes the bus a lot. He was actually in Arizona at this time and he was gonna be coming back to LA. Mm-hmm. So he comes in the depot and he basically recognizes cops right away, um, even though the, they were well, undercover. Well, he says it's funny and the, the cop, and so yeah. I think it's Salerno was talking about he's like, cause okay, they look like they have dirty clothes, but, but their hair is freshly and, like, washed. Perfect yeah. And perfect Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Um, so he notices and he like walks right out. Yep. And he walks into a liquor store and basically sees his face on every single newspaper, magazine, and he panics. Um, and he hops on a bus. So as he's on this bus, a passenger has a newspaper in his lap and is like, huh. Realizes it's him. This uh-huh. is the guy in front of her, in front of him. Passenger pulls a cord, runs out to the payphone, calls the cops. Is like, dude's on this bus right now. This passenger then flags down a truck from the gas company and is like, follow, follow, follow that car, see, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. follow that car, follow that bus. So, which again, imagine being. The gas truck driver like, and like some ra- yeah, yeah some random like, dude. Really, the night stalker is on that bus. Uh, here I go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. So I, the chase is on. Um, so they chase him through like a bunch of neighborhoods. Eventually, he's like on a foot. whole bunch of people are calling in constantly. Yeah. about this guy. Oh, well, yeah. he's, well, he's being like followed by a helicopter at this point. Mm-hmm. Like he's on foot. So this is what I love. So he goes to try to like yank a woman from a car. Yeah. And her husband, Manuel Torres, is a badass and realizes like what's going on and that it's him and hits him in the head with a metal pole twice. And as he's doing this, is like yelling for his wife, go get my gun. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So at this point, there's like a brawl. In the street and a crowd. Oh, yeah, because now a crowd is gathering. A crowd is, like, forming around them. And the crowd is beating him. And they've de- they've detained him. It's like citizens arrest. Yep. yep. It's freaking perfect, amazing. It's and great. they hold him there until the cops get there. So this cop gets there and puts him in the car, and he's like, "I realize that like this crowd is gonna kill him." Oh yeah. Yeah, like they want blood, 
at this point. Everyone's been so scared this entire right. time. But that is just like the most satisfying. So satisfying. Capture story. Like this dude is like beating him in the head with a pole. And again, mm. not saying I condone it. But I would have understood if he would have just mm-hmm. been dead when the cops showed up. Yeah, I'm just, right, you know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I know. I I know. I know. But then, like, I see both sides of it where it's like, and I think Gil mentions this, is like, I wanted to talk to the guy I've devoted the past oh, yeah. five months of my life to. Yep. Like, I wanted to know. What his reasoning. What the fuck yeah. was going What's through going his on? head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Salerno and Gil interview him. Oh, and that was, and was, yeah, and so Salerno gets nowhere. Well, interesting though. Like Ramirez knew all about Salerno. Oh yeah. Um, from the Hillside Strangler cl- case, and this is where you find out that he had studied the Hillside Strangler and Bundy, and Salerno said that he was a student, and Ramirez basically thought it was pretty cool. Like the oh, yeah. same cop, oh, yeah. Salerno is working his case. Is like right. after him, but like, still didn't yeah. tell him anything. Right. Yeah. So that he was right. going to be in the same. Uh, uh, Cell. So yeah, they the put hillside. him in the same cell as Kenneth Bianchi, mm-hmm. and they let him know that. Um, and he seemed like he was excited. And they oh, yeah. were trying to get him to tell them more information by making him feel more important, which I thought was pretty interesting. Because like for me, I'm like, don't give them anything. Right. Don't give them anything that they want. They're not right. important. Right, 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 right. They're pieces of shit. But I see like at the, the same time you're trying to get anything that you're trying right, anything right, right, from right. these people. Right. So um, from there, I don't know if you have anything else. I kind of like just kind of got through episode. Yeah, four. no. So I mean, and, and then you know, so then you've got you know Gil who basically goes in and starts talking to him like, like in Spanish. Well, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. So I mean, you know, just talking to, like you know yeah. a guy that grew up on the streets, right. just like Ramirez yeah. did, um, which got him to relax. Trying a to relate. Bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so the, and the one thing is like so you know kind of, kind of touched on a little bit earlier. One of the reasons why, like, I didn't know about the whole child molesting side of this story is because during, like, so during the case, or during when they were getting ready to go to trial, they decided they didn't need to. Um, because they had so much, they had an overwhelming amount of evidence tying him to all these murders. Like they were going to put him away forever. Death penalty was mm-hmm. yeah, a thing. Um, they didn't feel it necessary to put the kids um, through the trauma yeah. of having to testify. And, and I get that. I get that. And also, you know, that protects their anonymity and it, it protects them. Yeah. You know, I mean, you're not forever going to be looked at as the victim of Richard Ramirez. Right. You know what I mean? Like it, it protects them in that sense. And like, so not only do they not have to relive the trauma, they don't have to carry that with them. They're anonymous. Yep. At that point. And so, you know, there was, there was the one scene where, uh, you know, they were transporting him from booking to the prison. Um, and, and, and oh, yeah. so said it was absolutely crazy. Like girls were like flashing their tits oh, yeah. at him when they were driving by. God, I... And he was like, he's like, and, like, and we knew, and they, and Just they showed girls being like, oh, I love you, Richard. Dude, and they showed the, they showed Titty. the, Spring, uh, like the just the collage of photos that were sent to him Pussy. when he was in prison. It was insane. More titties. Oh yeah, it was is absolutely nuts. Um, and so yeah, obviously you know it convicted. Um, and forty three counts guilty yep. of all sentences of death uh, death by gas chamber. And it was and it was weird watching by gas chamber watching his evolution during the course of that trial. Was really weird. Like he went from he like, went from very quiet and reserved to 
suddenly thinking he's a celebrity. Waving yeah. And he's to the wearing girl. sunglasses in the courtroom. He draws and a he's... pentagram on his palm. Yeah. And, 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 and then and, he's like, Hail Satan. Yeah. He's like waving <laughs> at the girls. Oh, yeah. He's smiling at them. He's like... so gross. But yeah. So anyway, he dead. But I, he yeah. did. <laughs> yeah, but then like, I say you he did. He dies of cancer almost two decades later. Yeah, and so I'm that's like, the, that's the sad part. He was he was on death row for I believe twenty four years, yeah, if I recall yeah. correctly. Um, but that's such a bullshit. It, oh, and that's yeah, that's how is that possible? So that's because California, California is a super liberal state, and and they never yeah. then why have the death penalty? A, that's one of the questions about it. Then why um, have it? Yeah, because you would you would think with that overwhelming amount with of evidence. Okay, but. Um, so federally, we've just started executing people again, like the federal, like, oh, we, yeah. So like, is there a point in time when the state, like, it doesn't matter anymore and the, and like the feds can step in and be like, we're killing this person? Uh, only if it is a federal conviction in a federal court. Are you positive? Yeah. Because what about that woman that was just executed for like stealing a woman's baby out of her womb and then kill, remember That's she was kidnapping. like. kidnapping. That's a federal crime. That's, yeah. But murder is not a federal crime. But, well, no, no it is. Well, unless you commit, what? unless you commit it in multiple states. Okay, well, that's really fucked so up. Just so just because he like, stayed within California? Murder is okay, but stealing someone's fetus is Well, it's, So it's like something as simple as uh, if you pass counterfeit money, that's a federal crime. And yeah. that, so that's not even a major crime, but that's a federal crime. Okay. Um, so they're just different classifications of stuff. Yeah. But like, like kidnapping. Um, Whether it's a dollar, it's a fucking right. $5,000. Kidnapping, but has to cross state lines, kidnapping. Uh, no, I think, I think even kidnapping, like kidnapping Within in general is, is federal jurisdiction, I believe. That's weird. Yeah, it is. It's a, it's a, that's one of those really weird. And, and it, that all stems back to uh, the Lindbergh case. Uh, okay. and, and that's, yeah, that's Lindbergh why, baby. because the uh, baby Lindbergh. Yep. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, and it, to me, it is, it is a little bit ridiculous that he, he did, he stayed alive for 24 years. And then he died, died of fucking cancer. cancer. Yeah. And, and I hope, I, I, I hope it was a, a horribly suffering. painful, yeah. wasting away yeah. death. What pisses I, I me off about but that he dies, like, Sorry. Go ahead. He no, dies, no, go like, ahead. within a hospital, too. Like, you were being right. cared yeah, for. You cared probably for. had, like, palliative care. You probably had, like, because, you know, it's... There's nurses on We're staff. supposed to mm-hmm. do humane... Are... We're supposed to treat you humanely. And it's like, yeah, you're probably, like, morphine and mm-hmm. and dying that way. Like, yeah, when you literally cut the eyeballs yeah. from mm-hmm. one of your victims and took them with you, you're a piece of shit. Like, should have, yeah, should just let yeah, them away. Yeah. You've tortured women or, well, or children in general. Like, yes. yes, you've tortured people. <sighs> and, and that's the thing that I thought was really insane when they said that he died of cancer. I was like, of cancer? He didn't, oh, yeah, like, wait, what? he didn't yeah. sit in like a fucking electric chair. He didn't yeah, like no. just die in prison no. in pain. Yeah, like no. it wasn't anything like that. No. He died of cancer. He, I mean, and he, he was in a hospital. And it was only two decades. I mean, such a short time when right. you think about Considering it. Considering that it was like we had like he a, was in a, his Well, cuz he was 20s. young. Yeah, oh, yeah. every so other he day dies in his 40s. if not more. Yeah. And then you're going to seriously be like, "Okay, in two decades, you're just going to sit there." Mm-hmm. Like and die a death, and you're probably like, and be fine, right? Yeah. yeah, but no, I mean, I guess at end of the day, I I thought it was a fascinating watch. It I, was I, absolutely. I enjoyed the hell out of it. I yeah. I did too. I actually really, I really enjoyed watching it. Did I didn't mention this, but I really like the Night Stalker graphic and like the 
like the music and like the production value of so it. So don't be I shocked when oh, they start using that. In yeah. yeah. No, they 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 did a great job yeah. capturing yeah. the 80s. Yeah. Um if it like that's I just, just as a side note like I great. like the one no the one thing that pissed me off about Wonder Woman 84 um I was like so okay there's, no 80s in it? there's one 80s song. Yeah, I'm like what? so you had hundreds of millions of dollars in budget and production you couldn't license more than one Frankie <laughs> goes to Hollywood song. Yeah, like right. what's and it's not even the one everybody knows. Like it wasn't even relaxed. Right. It was yeah. Like what's wrong with you? Like what? Uh, uh, yeah. So yeah. But no, they, I, I did. I, I I thought the production value was really good. And I guess uh, the directors that did this are the same people that did. Um, Oh, uh, what was it? Uh, the last, uh, oh, what the cartel um, that came out early, that came out about a year and a half ago, um, and I allegedly there is supposed to be uh, a part two oh. um, along the way, kind of like coming with this, Cowboys. yeah. Um, Cowboys so we'll, we'll see how the, we'll see how they, I'm, I'll be interested to see what direction they take it in. Um, is that is it? What is what is it? A drama? No, it's a documentary. A, yeah, documentary. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So about we'll cartels. See. I'm just not interested. Okay, but you know, if you ever watch Cocaine Cowboys, you might change your mind because it's actually pretty good. And I'm not interested in like cartel things either. But I watched that one and I was like, like Landon. Oh no, no, no! I'm sorry. I meant there's going to be they're working on a part two of the Night Stalker. Oh what? Which that's why I said I'm kind of interested to see what direction they're going to take it and like what like where are they going? Because there is more than one Night Stalker too. Yeah, because there's Kolchak too. Yeah. Yeah. So could be that. Okay. All right. Okay, I'll watch it. Yeah, volume two, volume two. All right, well, Night thanks Stalker so much, two. Everybody, Electric Blue. <laughs> <laughs> thanks so much, everybody, for tuning in to another episode of Trash Pandas, where we covered the Night Stalker. We'll be case. back next week with Ninety Day, Ninety Day Fiance, and then we're gonna go back into another documentary. We'll let you know what it is. We'll stay in the studio, and we love you guys all so much. So thank you for watching, and uh, goodbye. Get it clear? Under two hours. Under two hours. Uh, yeah, 144. Okay.